this Shazam Top 20 podcast, you should demand the best of everything, just like the biggest celebs. With the ultimate celeb backstage rider, including a penthouse for you and your bestie, head to vodkacruiser.com.au forward slash backstage rider. And it could be all yours. Vodka Cruiser, where vodka goes to get ready. Let's get one, two, three. Live around Australia, this is Shazam Top 20. Australia's b- 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 biggest nightly countdown. What's going on, everybody? This is Neo. From every corner of the country, we're connected to the world's biggest stars. This is Beyonce. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Drizzy Drake. Now, I like bling. Charlie XCX, Shazam Top 20 with Angus O'Loughlin and Ash London. And Aston Merigold in studio. That's after 8 o'clock. And in the next 20 minutes, Bow Wow, as in Bow Wow Wow, wow, wow Yippee Yo Yippee Yay, Where My Dog's At, Bark With Me now. now. He's calling the show. Plus, we've got these incredible Insects Polaroid camera packs. They're valued over 200 bucks. What is it, away. though? That doesn't make sense to me. It's like a not only just like the actual Polaroid camera with film, but there's like a matching backpack that you can stack okay. put it in, like decoration, I'm in. fridge magnets. Give one away in 10 minutes to someone who tells us what they're shazamming. 13, 10, 60. Hey, hey. Here we go. The three most shazam tracks from around the globe. All the way from San Antonio. This is the Global Top 3. Mr. Worldwide. Before we press play on the 20 most Shazam tracks in Australia, we go around the globe and these are the top three tracks from San Antonio. Have you made up a country just so that you can play your favourite songs? Not even a country, it's a state in America, isn't it? No. San Antonio, Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. Is that right? Yeah. Hang on. I'm pretty sure. Cowboy Cody. It's um, in Texas, yeah. That's San Antonio. Yeah, that's where these songs are coming from. Well, we've done it as San Antonio. San Antonio doesn't exist. <laughs> what I don't kind think. of operation are we running here? Oh, honestly. This is a reputable radio show. I thought it was San Antonio. No, San Antonio Spurs. Man, I know more about basketball than you do. Hey, Patty Mills, Tony Parker. Parker. Uh, LeBron James. No, my Shaq, gosh, come on. Shaq O'Neal. Tim Duncan, you could have got Shaq O'Neal. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get the third most. I don't even know where we are. Stop everything. Where are we, Cowboy Cody? I have no idea. What do you mean, where are we? San. Are we actually coming out of Texas? Is this Texas? Well, originally they said it was San Antonio, but then someone Googled it and apparently that doesn't exist. So we're You're in San Antonio. You're a mess. In Texas. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You're done for the night, Cody. <laughs> All the way from San Antonio. This is the Global Top 3. Shazam Top 20. Ash, clear this up for us. Where is San Antonio? It is in Texas. It became the largest Spanish settlement in Texas. They've got the basketball team called the Spurs. They do have the Spurs? Yeah. That's what I was going on. I said that. Oh, this is a debacle, this show. I'll bash you. <laughs> With words. <laughs> Shazam Top 20's future hits. We're about to play their song as a future hit on the radio. It comes from Brisbane, hip-hop producer DJ Willie and Bow Wow, as in Little Bow Wow. Hey, guys. Yo, Angus and Ash from Shazam Top 20. How are you? Good. So, so good. I love that you actually have read our names off a piece of paper and you, like, acted like you were friends with us. <laughs> Not enough people do no, that. No, I, watch, I listen to the show. I listen to the show. I'm a fan of what you guys do. <laughs> Before we go any further, Bow Wow, I've just remembered. Bow Wow Wow, wow, wow Yippee Yo Yippee Yay. Where my dog's at. Bark with me now. We did not plan that. I looked at him. I knew where he was going with it. Uh, do you still play that song? 
Uh, I love it. I love it. The chemistry, the chemistry. Yeah, and that was my first number one rap single right there. Shout out to my uncle Snoop Dogg too because yeah. he was on that record with me. That record was the shit what it was. And the one for Dog. So uh, yeah, that was it right there. I, I still perform that record to yes. this day. That's like the most fan favorite record to this day. Like I still perform the classics. You got yeah. to. Thank you guys so much for catching up with us tonight. We are asking, when did you beat the odds? Because that is exactly what happened at today's Melbourne Cup when the amazing Michelle Payne rode Prince of Penzance to a victory, paying 100 to 1 in the end with the odds of that horse going number one. Yeah. It's just an incredible story. The whole story's great. Michelle Payne becoming the first female jockey ever to win the Cup. Um, How about her brother, Stevie? Stevie Payne, her brother with an intellectual disability. Absolutely Killing it. He apparently wakes up early. He's worked yeah. 10 years for the trainer to take care of the horses. Yeah. The horses love him. Just absolutely beautiful story. And it's um, it's Michelle's brother as well. So great family story. He's the strapper. Uh, and he was also the responsible for pulling out uh, Prince of Pendant's number one barrier, which is like the prestigious barrier because everyone wants the inside lane. Yeah. Uh, just incredible. Stevie. Oh, Stevie. we're just, I can't we even just, tell you. We both lost money on the race. Happiest people care. in the world. So, so happy. So if you've got a story... That is reminiscent of this. Maybe mm-hmm. someone told you you couldn't do something and you yeah. did it. Are you a footy team who scraped into the finals, ended up in the granny against the minor yeah. premiers and you won? Maybe you were at the bottom, started from the bottom, now you're here. Did you win a stupid amount of money on the pokies? Because the odds are against you when you're on the pokes. Exactly right. We are looking forward to some hilarious calls. 13, 10, 60, when did you beat the odds? Here's Prince of Penzance coming on down the outside. Prince of Penzance for Michelle Payne. Now Max Dynamite starts to charge home. Prince of Penzance from Max Dynamite. Prince of Pen- Penzance, it's history at Flemington. Michelle Payne, Prince of Penzance beat Max Dynamite. We'll take your calls next. Prince of Penzance, it's history. Congratulations to Prince of Penzance. Uh, 101, 101 to 1 winner. I That's just, the odds. I wish I'd put some money on it. You could have just won so much money. Every dollar you spend, you get a hundred back. Unbelievable! Amazing odds and odds that were beaten by Michelle Payne, by the team behind, by the owners, the trainer, and of course the horse who did all the hard work. And Stevie, the strapper. Oh, mate, Stevie! Oh, we're big fans of Stevie. What a legend! So thirteen ten sixty. When did you beat the odds? Because no one picked the horse. No one picked it. They're saying oh. it's the big, the first time I think in Melbourne Cup history that it's been uh, over a hundred dollar horse yeah. favorite. Unbelievable. First woman, first time over a hundred dollar odds. When you beat the odds, thirteen ten sixty. Uh, Laura, kick yourself. Uh, our hockey team uh, was pretty bad to begin with. We were losing like ten nil stuff like Ugh. that first half of the season, and then. Came out, beat the odds, second half, something happened, and we went through from fourth and won the grand final. Oh, amazing. <laughs> How did you do it? Did you just start playing better? Well, apparently, we decided to play hockey again. <laughs> we just did some recruiting. and <laughs> No performance-enhancing drugs, I no. hope. Definitely not. Good girl. Definitely not. Longs before the game to loosen things up. Didn't happen, did it, Loz? We were just getting ready for the cider after the game. Oh, classy lady. Thanks so much for your call. We're going to put you back through to the producers and I'll hook you up with some prizes. Luke on 131060. Luke, uh, you've got a rags to riches story. You've defied the odds. Uh, yes, uh, I put. I was at a casino and I put $10 in the poking machine and paid $500. Oh, that's 50 to 1. We'll take that. That is glorious. Allison in Wodonga on 131060. What is your story of defying the odds? 
Well, I was in hospital. I had an operation on my knee. All of a sudden, a nurse come in, really worried, close my curtains. Five minutes later, there's a loud bang um, and mayhem in the hospital. Um, there was a gunman on the loose in the hospital. Jesus! Didn't see this coming. That's a twist I didn't expect. I was I like, know. my knee got better. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. And mine was the only room at the end of the corridor right there and he was right there and I was very lucky that he didn't get in. So. Yeah, there you go. That is cool. Take that. That's a full-on story. And so is this for one punter today. TAB sent an email out with the unluckiest punter. So he had a $5 four-leg multi, which means he was betting on four different races across the Flemington races today. Yeah, so the odds times each each time. So it's exactly. like 20 times whatever, times whatever, times whatever. So race three, he picked a little engine. Race four, he picked Mulligera. Race six, he picked uh, Don't Doubt Mama. Oh, winners. And then he used their cash out option, right? Yeah, so that means that you can get out now, take your winnings fourth, and run. Yeah, multi coming in. He went, nah, I'm going to cash out $441.20. Pretty penny for your five dollar investment, but in the in the race seven, the Melbourne Cup, he pre- he picked Prince of Penzance. How much would he have won if he didn't cash out for four hundred and forty dollars? Hundred and thirty eight thousand five hundred and ten dollars. Have a drink, son. Nah. Unlucky. Shazam top twenty Instagram. But first, let me take a selfie. We now know what the word Insta famous is. Probably two years ago, that wasn't a thing. But more and more, and this is something that both Angus and I are exposed to in the line of work that we do, people are famous, A, for being on Instagram, mm-hmm. or B, like, translate their real-world fame onto the internet, and then have often paid a lot of money to post about certain products. So they make, like, majority of the cash. They, they literally just, you know, flog coconut water and skinny yeah, teas. thousands and thousands of dollars. Scott Disick from the Kardashians. That's all he is, makes his money now. All he does now a is just like appearances. hold a tea thing and then say he's been drinking it. Now we want to shout out Asina O'Neill who lives on the Sunshine Coast. Now you would have heard about her today. She's made big news but we just want to get behind her because um, she came out this morning and said she's got half a million Instagram followers. Yeah. She said that I'm now off Instagram because I don't want to live my life surrounded by um, follows and likes. And then a lot of people have said, oh how ironic that you're posting this up and getting more famous from doing it. But She's actually sworn to go off the social media and start living in the real world. Yeah. It seems that she's also, like, become a vegan. She's had a bit of an eye-opening experience as to kind of not only what she's putting into her body, but what she's representing for a generation of younger girls. So she's um, deleted a lot of the photos that she had put up, a lot of them are her in her workout gear. Sometimes she's, like, 15, 16 years old wearing yeah. dresses. She's deleted lots of them, but a lot of them she's kept up there and she's recaptioned. For instance, there's one of her in her workout gear with a tan, and she says, paid promotion of a tanning product. Only wore workout wear for the photo. What does this inspire? To have to be tiny to be healthy? To have to be born into a genetically small frame to win the genetic or win the genetic lottery? To have to paint your body and face to look better for a photo? Yeah, it's pretty insane stuff. Other photos she admits that her sister took like one of them um, took over one hundred in similar poses, trying to make my stomach look good. Would have hardly eaten that day. Would have yelled at my little sister to keep taking them until I was somewhat proud of this. It is true when you pass your camera over to someone to take a photo of you, you expect multiple photos so you can yeah. go through the 20 or the plethora of them so you can choose the best of the best. It's something we all need to keep in mind, I think. I mean, we go to a lot of parties and you see people having a crap time standing in the corner, like, you know, whatever. And that then, ex-bachelorette we and saw on the weekend <laughs> at the nightclub. You see the photo of them on Instagram and it's like them surrounded by their friends having a grand old time. It's not an adequate portrayal of real life. So I think we all, you and me as well, Angus, yeah. and like everyone listening to this, yeah, don't read it. Don't read too much into this stuff because it's all BS, mate. Let's look, the uh, last word go to a scene. I love this bit from a little vlog she did to say goodbye to social media. 
when you put work out there or a part of yourself out there or you share and a number on a screen dictates that success or that value, it's ridiculous. How many times I've sat there and waited for it to go to 13 so it gets into the number on Instagram? You literally oh, just that the th- I sit didn't know there that and load it. The- oh, when you're getting hundreds like you, Ash, it's easy, oh, isn't it? Oh, okay, champ. I okay, champ. look so foul oh, on most of my Instagram oh, God. photos. Right, my manager calls me and asks me to delete some because they're so ugly. The boys from Five Sauce today have done probably their most candid interview ever with Angus O'Loughlin's radio hero. Howard Stern and WNBC. <laughs> We've got some of our highlights on air in 10. Hey, what's up, guys? Ah! Aston Merigold here. Welcome back to the studio. Aston Merigold! <laughs> how are we? How are we? Good, how are you? I'm, I'm very good. It feels good to be in Australia. Just Again? Just... You're back. Yeah, Australia suits you, man. It really does. Mm. I've been told this as well. You've got a new single. The yes. follow-up to Get Stupid, it's called Show Me. Show Me, yeah. exactly. Yes, it's the one. Fun pop sound, got a little bit of R&B groove to it. It's cool, man. Thanks, mate. Thank yeah. you very much. Did you write it yourself with the team? Did you get it yes. from somewhere? Yes, the, the exact same people that I wrote Get Stupid with. Cool. Yeah, so the exact same team. It was like literally a few days after. So we're like, they weren't far. Oh, so it's not like you waited till that was six or six. No, that was... Right. <laughs> you have earned the right to do another co-write with me. No, it was literally Come back to the after. studio. Yeah, like literally straight after. Um, Your album, a bit arrogant. Showstopper. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Write your own checks. It's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. I like that. That was good. <laughs> so we're giving you the opportunity to have a rebuttal here and explain yourself. I know. No, Showstopper is... The old school influences in some of the songs that are going to be on the album, like Get Stupid and Show Me that you've heard. Me personally, I just think that they, that, that was the best era of music yeah. when we had the showstoppers, like the MJs, the James Browns, the like mm. when they were at their peaks, they were showmen, do you know what I mean? And the biggest of all time, so. So you're comparing yourself to Prince, Michael Jackson and the biggest showstoppers of all? I mean, good in on my, you, mate. In my own head, I am, yes. You've got to sell yourself, man. No, of course, fun. of course. Aston, we're going to hang out more with you in a sec. Hey, what's up, guys? Ah! Aston Merigold here. Aston Merigold is in studio right now. We just played his new track before Conrad Soul. The single's called Show Me, so yeah. we want you to show us stuff. <laughs> okay. Nothing embarrassing. No. Can you show me the fourth photo in your phone? Shit. Ooh. <laughs> oh, he's going to censor it first just to make sure. Yeah, I'd be no, censoring up really, a I'm, really not. I'm just going to be like, two, three, four. It's a photo of a whiteboard. It's a photo of a whiteboard with a very important message on it. Oh, what does it Ooh. say? I try to avoid things that make me fat, like scales, mirrors, and photographs. Very good. Very good. Aston Merigold, show me the part of your body that you hate the most. Probably right here. Like, oh, you've got patchy beard. I've got the, pa- I've got the, the, the ultimate patch. Mm. Oh, where yeah, it grows round, but it's that yeah. one part there. It's literally just clean on both bits. You, That's do you know it. you can get a serum for that? Okay. It's called Liebrow. Oh, Demi Lovato used it. eyebrows where you have waxed too much of your eyebrow or whatever, and you put it in parts of your body where you should be growing heavy or not. But then you make a mistake because Demi Lovato did that famously when she was on the X Factor judging panel and she looked like Oscar the Grouch. Like Cara Delevingne texted her and went, nice. get the whippersnapper out, Demi. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll get you some live raff for that patchy bit. Okay, thanks. Show me your party trick, Aston Merigold. Have you got one? A party trick? Um, well, you need space. I looking around. Space, it's like the heart, like... Of course, this is very visual, uh, but we will have it online, shazam.20.com. Oh, that's the course. That's good. Oh. 
haven't done that in a long time. So he kind of started in like a crouch and then crouch went up to a handstand. Very similar to handstand. Jason Akamanis's famous uh, kiss of the ground after he kicked a football in the pocket. He was an AFL footballer. There you go. So okay. you know. That was a cool party trick. That was great. Good stuff. All right, awesome. your, your last one, Aston Marigold. Show me your Australian accent. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Yep. right. That's racist. <laughs> That's not racist. I think his friends just swear. Is that good, eh? That's not bad. How are you going? Good. A bit English still. Uh, you're on X Factor tonight performing the new single, Show Me Good Luck. Thank you very much. Don't pull a hammy. Keep um, it real. Um, know your limitations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You should write cards. Thanks for coming back in. Aston Marigold, the album is Showstopper. Yes. The single is Show Me. Thanks for coming back. Thank Yay. you very much. Thanks, guys. We interrupt your radio broadcast to bring you some breaking music news. What did Ricky Martin have for breakfast? Ninety sitcom stars are now in adult movies. Our five seconds of summer changing their name to six minutes of winter. This is Ash's Music News. Y'all ready? Sam Smith has written what he is calling his saddest song ever. It's called. That's Dr- a big call I from know. Sam Smith. Holy hell! It's called Drowning Shadows, and it's all about coming home alone. Do I stay out and try and meet somebody and give up myself or do I go home by myself? Uh, The boys from Five Seconds of Summer today had probably their most candid interview ever with the amazing Howard Stern. Now, you're a big fan, so I'll let you tell everyone who Howard Stern is. Howard Stern's just a radio legend. He's been in the industry for so long. He's currently on a serious uh, XFM contract over in America for $100 million for five years. Yeah. He's worth every penny. He can get artists go in there. They're all live. So they can't, you know, record labels can't say, don't say this, don't say that. And you know what you're going in for. Yeah, well, the boys definitely uh, should have been warned because he went everywhere, including the old uh, Snapchat hashtag penisgate situation from Callum a couple of years ago. So I thought it was... Yeah, it was probably right at the start. You know, like I was, when- I, was uh, I mean, I'm still a pretty naive dude when it comes to all that stuff. <laughs> uh, so I mean, like, all, all the girl attention was new. Kind of like, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? But everyone Snapchats their penis. Never. Never done it. Yeah. I got Snapchat. Hardly use it, but I definitely don't do that. Yeah, no, don't. Not Snapchat, of all things. Like A WhatsApp. <laughs> oh, maybe. Send it international. And also, Ashton has confirmed whether he is or is not dating a model. We're thinking he's talking about Brianna. I've seen someone for about a year, but I worked it out, and I'd actually been with them for approximately two months out of that year. Was she a model? Uh, she does do stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. She does she that. Does. That is Brianna Holly, um, who has 1.2 million followers on Instagram. He's dating her for a year, man. She is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm glad that Howard that. asked. She's gorgeous. I'm glad that Howard asked if it was a model, because otherwise I think people would have assumed he was talking about me. I think we no, all agree. Look at this one of her. She's, oh, she's a very, very pretty young girl. And I'm sure she's very intelligent and has a great personality. Look at this one. Holy For more hell. Ashes music news, you can always She's eating the burger. Twitter. She did not eat that burger. She didn't even smell that burger. At Shazam, I'm, I'm twi- buying one, though. <laughs> Let's go. Hi, I'm Callum. Hi, I'm Michael. Hey, I'm Luke. Hi, I'm Ashton. And we're five seconds of summer. Shazam Top 20 with Angus O'Loughlin and Ash London. Yeah. Come on! We are against the tall poppy syndrome here at Shazam Top 20. We want to celebrate uh, yeah, Sydney's I'm five seconds. Yeah, because I'm real short. I'm like 5'2". <laughs> uh, Sydney's five seconds of summer have the number one album here in Australia, in the UK and in America. Now, that makes them the third Australian act ever to have simultaneous number one albums in three territories, joining Men guess? at Work, 
and ACDC. Correct. Boom. That's pretty impressive. Who was the other one, sorry? Uh, Men at Work. Cool. Yeah. On your boys. I think it's so, so wonderful. And I reckon they're making a better cut than like people like One Direction because they have a better record deal. Yeah. Um, they also become the first Australian band to see their first two albums. This one, uh, Sounds Good, Feels Good, and the last one. Debut at number one of the US chart. First artist what? ever in Australia. Yeah, it's huge. So they sold... Um, in America, 192,000 copies of their new album. Yeah. Um, outselling Brian Adams wow, by, is. by 50%. That is huge. Here in Australia, they sold 16,157 copies. But I've done a little bit of maths. Right? Yeah. So uh, there's 297 million people in America, 23 million people in, in yeah, Australia. Yeah, makes sense. So that's 13 times the population in the States, 13 times 16,000. They would have sold, if we were an American populace, 210,000 copies here. So still so a little bit less, but they're not popular too bad. everywhere is what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, huge. That's all that matters. Everyone loves themselves in five stars. The boys were on Howard Stern's radio show. He's a huge, huge broadcaster over in the states. Um, and Ash had this to say about the process of recording the album. Mikey first, then Ashton. Our fans really like to like know who sings what yeah. parts and stuff. They really like to do that on this recent record that we released because I I record the drums and I do vocals as well. But a lot of days I'm feeling extremely uncoordinated because of I'm like I might be hungover or I might be sick or you know. But in the in the studio I record like drums and I try to do the best drums I can do. But then I'm like I can't actually do these two together. All four of the boys sing on this album and on songs. It's incredible. Um, and you know this feat of being uh, you know number one in the biggest countries in the world isn't lost on the guys. Callum put this message on their Facebook group earlier today. I just found out that sounds good, feels good went number one in ten countries. Um, and I want to really thank you guys for everything you've done. I really hope this means more to you than just another album um, because it means that to me. Uh, number one in Ireland, Norway, Italy, the Netherlands, more. So what about, what about San Antonio? I mean, that's what I want to <laughs> If you were listening earlier in the, the show, start of the show, that'd be funny. From San Antonio, knowing you where it was. Congratulations to Australia's five seconds of summer. Just. I mean, there's two people. It sounds pathetic in the studio, but that's as loud as it gets. <laughs> uh, well done, boys. We're proud of you. What do we got tomorrow on the show, Ash? We've got Maddie Healy, lead singer of the yes. 1975, calling through. It's always so much fun to talk to him. That'll be fun. Plus, if you uh, if you heard the song before that one from Felix Yen, that yeah. was the 1975 with Love Me. More tickets to Ed Sheeran to give away. And fun and frivolity. Always fr- fun and frivolity. Fun and frivolity. Love you guys. Got to be able to speak well and broadcast on radio. Hey. They'll turn into a promo otherwise. We'll see you tomorrow from 7. Shazam Top 20. When listening to this Shazam Top 20 podcast, you should demand the best of everything. Just like the biggest celebs. With the ultimate celeb backstage rider, including a penthouse for you and your bestie, head to vodkacruiser.com.au forward slash backstage rider. And it could be all yours. Vodka Cruiser, where vodka goes to get ready.